Wow. Welcome to episode the big three eight. Welcome to episode thirty-eight. It's your boy Sweet Keeks from the Sweet Film Talk. Today we are gonna be going over some movies we've streamed, talk about some certain special subjects that are going up. A movie just turned twenty this year, so we're gonna talk about maybe how good or, or reflect, reminisce about that film. Talk about some trailers, talk about some big movie news that happened, then we're going to get right down into John Wick 3, which will be our big review for the week's full spoilers. We'll let you know when we're going to start talking about spoilers. And without any further ado, who who we got? Oh, just the Sweet Keeks and the Sweet TC reunited after the endgame. You know, debriefing. You know, we could call it that. We survived the part two of the snap. Unfortunately. Yes, we did. Wow. Uh, you know, it's going to be a great pod, episode 38. And Keeks, as you know, as I've told you, is we're coming up on a year mark, man. It's been a good, fun year with this little podcast. I've, I've enjoyed it. Wow, we came from Comic Sans <laughs> created logo to a slightly more upgraded logo that's not Comic Sans, which my sister and everyone else who's uh, badmouthed us, we made it. We did. Yep. We overcame yep. And you know, the, the the best thing about that original logo is I did that on Snapchat. It took me about five <laughs> minutes. And I was like, we're calling it good. And we rolled with it for like, geez, about eight, nine months. We really did. Looking back at it, it's like, yeah. well, we changed it in January, February. We started in May. So, yeah, it makes about sense. Yeah. Yep. What a time. Um, well, Right off the bat, shout out Todd and Becca for the baby. I know you put that in the outline, and we just got to shout them out. I don't know if they'll ever listen to this, but if they do, and you know, maybe she's like five years old at the time. Here's to little shout here's, out. Here's to little Jane. That's the name, right? Yeah, little Jane. Oh, love. Her. So love, love. Yeah, that Todd is that. And Becca, shouts out from you boys. At shouts the out. Talk. Love the shouts out. Um. So I've only seen one movie in theater, and that's John Wick 3, and I haven't watched very much streaming. Yeah. Um, we'll have a huge TV with TC and Keeks for our next pod uh, because of Game of Thrones finale tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, we asked, we are recording this on Sunday. So uh, we'll have our full thoughts and, um, you know, how things, how it should have ended, um, our top five favorite characters, some of our favorite seasons, moments. We'll just have a It'll be Pot of Pot of Thrones be the title for next time. So I haven't seen anything <laughs> streaming. Um, but what about you, Keeks? Um, yeah, I watched the what's it called the uh, Ted Bundy movie with Zac Efron. In, in, oh, how is that? You know the the awful and shockingly, credibly bad vile of the Ted Bundy is what it's called. Just kidding. It's called like incredibly wicked, shockingly evil, and vile, which is. Bout describes how I felt about this movie. It was not good. <laughs> it was really? really. It was the, <laughs> like they try. They try to. They said it from the point of view of like his longtime girlfriend, and it just doesn't work. It's t- a tonal hmm. mess, an absolute tonal mess. The only saving grace is, um, gosh, what is her name? Lily Thomas is, I think, the lead character of Liz, and then Zac Efron. Everything else is just, it's, 
it tries to like make you sympathize with Ted Bundy. It doesn't work. It doesn't work, and it's free on Netflix. It, it's it's just not worth your time. Go watch the Ted Bundy I- tapes. It's made by the same guy, but yeah. it's a documentary, and that's great. I loved it, but this movie's bad. I'd give it a D. Like why? Oh yikes! What? I don't understand why you would try to make it to sympathize with a murderer, a serial killer. You know what I mean? Like that's that's stupid. And okay, so it's supposed to have like an R rating. There's no like if you're gonna have an R rating, go out there and make it deserve it. There's it doesn't show mm-hmm. or allude to anything about how horrible Ted Bundy was. It just like tries to keep it under wraps for the whole movie. It's like the last two minutes is when you actually come to realize, oh my gosh, oh, he actually did it. But it's like, we've already known he's done these things. Just go ahead and, and you know, show the people what they want kind of a thing. It's it's bad. It is not, yeah. it was not good at all. And Yikes. So, okay, so a couple other ones that I've already seen. I watched the, the very first Hulk movie by Ang Lee with Eric, with, um, what's his name? Oh Eric my Banner? gosh. I think it's Eric Banner or Banna. Yeah, Eric let me look this up. Keep talking. Oh my gosh. I got you. Dude, it's it's I kind of enjoyed it. Like everyone always bad. Really? I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I had a fun time watching uh, it. I've only seen um just little bits uh, Bruce Banner. Eric Banna is his character name. Wow, how appropriate that they got a name last name. No, it's uh no no. Um Gosh, Bruce Banner is the whole thing. What am I saying? Eric Banna is the character's name. Yeah, I, was like, I mean, I it's appropriate. His last name is basically Banner. He was kind of born to play the yeah. role. I mean, I thought it was fine. The Hulk's color, though, is like a weird, like, neon green. And It's in San Francisco. Yeah, it's How... it's just we- it's weird, but, like, I enjoyed it. I, there are certain aspects of it are cheesy, but I don't know. I think it's fine. I've never seen it from start to finish, but how is... um. Who's who's the bad guy? Like who's the Nick villain? Nolte is like his, his and oh my gosh, what is his name? What is his name? Uh, he plays General Ross. Sam Elliott plays General Ross. Sam Elliott, yeah. Forgotten. So that was a good little watch, you know. It's so since we were we've been watching Game of Thrones, we have an HBO subscription. So I've just been going, you know, I've been watching. I watch like Get Him to the Greek, and I've been trying to watch all these movies they have streaming. Um. And yeah, that one, that one, I mean, I've already seen it before, but if I were to give it a grade, I'd give it like a C plus, you know, it's, it's a little bit better than, yeah. than what everyone says. And then, yeah. Do you, do you like it better than the Incredible Hulk? I don't remember Incredible Hulk enough. I liked, I liked Incredible Hulk. Like that was the second movie, I believe, yeah. for the MCU and with Ooh. Liv Tyler. I didn't mind no, it. I don't, I it was okay. Yeah, I don't think it's that think... bad. It's not like, I mean... No, it gets a ba- it gets a bad rap. Speaking of which, I watched a rankings of uh, top MCU mu- movies. I think it was from Forbes. This guy had Captain America: The First Avenger, the first Captain America movie, as his favorite all time MCU movie. And he had Infinity War and Endgame at like eleven and twelve. I'm like, uh... fake. <laughs> and he had news. Thor: The Dark World at like he had Thor: The Dark World. They got nine. Where did, wait? Where did he have <laughs> Thor: The Dark World? At that nine, I believe ridiculous. it was ahead of, it was ahead of Endgame and Infinity War. So yeah, even. blasphemy. Yeah. Oh, so. Oh yeah, no. It, yeah. It's it's not great, but you know I watched it. Um, and then I also watched. Uh, me and Becky watched Mulholland Drive, which I had seen before. It's a David Finch. It's a David Lynch movie. Um, really weird. Mm-hmm. This backstory behind it's kind of interesting, just because it was supposed to be like a TV show, 
and then it didn't get picked up, so he turned it into a movie. And it's good. I mean, it's it. He was nominated for best director um, in two thousand one, an Academy Award for it. So it's it's a good movie. It's just it's different. I heard it's just a total mind bender. Makes zero yeah. sense. And it's, it's yeah. more of like an art. It, I wouldn't call it like an art house film, but it's it's a different one. So you know, check all of them hmm. out. I'd say check all of them out. Even the Incredible Hulk, um, or even Hulk. Um, just not shopping shockingly. Ted Bundy with wild and bad, um, evil vile. Don't watch that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, noted. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. I'm going to start amping out some more streaming after um, Game of Thrones ends. And then, yeah, I want to go see Detective Pikachu. Pikachu. Just kind of a nice, fun, light watch. Yeah. And uh, Aladdin comes out this next weekend. So there's some there's some fun you movies coming out I this was summer. I talking with um, Josh Reynolds. Shouts out, a, pre- a past guest of the pod. And he said long shot. Oh, love Seth Jaren. Rogen and Charlize Theron is really good too. Yes, I saw that on Twitter. I that you know I saw the preview for that, and that actually looks and, endearing. You know, you, you know what you want about Seth Rogen, but he picks pretty good movies to be a part of. Like, I can't really. Yeah, they're normally yeah, pretty exactly, funny. Exactly. So, I mean, mm-hmm. with with that saying, you know, we we might we might throw in a little surprise there. Maybe go see Long Shot, but um, yeah. We have oh t- Tuesday. We, we've had yeah. some pretty good movie news come out in the last few days. Some pretty big announcements too. Um, first off, just something small. Yeah, Phantom but, Menace, twenty years old today. Yeah, how about that? Oh, you know that is crazy because I remember living in Moab at the time, and I probably mentioned this already on the pod. But my two older brothers were absolutely hyped up for Phantom Menace, and they had Pepsi and Mountain Dew cans, and then behind it, they had each of the characters. I mean, I've never seen so oh, much know. marketing for a film. I mean, it was it was absurd, like action figures left and right. I mean, uh, KFC, can bottles. I mean, every fast food had a type of Star Wars yeah. um, advertisement. But, uh, you know, I remember watching it in theaters. I think it was the night of. I mean, I was six years mm-hmm. old at the time. And I loved it. I had so much fun with it. and Because Obi-Wan instantly was just right off the bat my favorite. I mean, I don't remember the original trilogy that much when I was that young. I remember watching it all the time growing up because my older brothers would. But uh, shout out Stuck Goat. Um, he has this. He coined the term of phantom menacing. That we do that a lot with movies, and I did a little bit with Last yes. Jedi when I initially watched it because I was underwhelmed and I was like, you know, I want to like it. You want to like something, and then you rewatch it, and then you start analyzing. You're like, man, that's not good. The Phantom Menace is not great. But it's enjoyable, yeah. you know what I mean? It's it's it is what it is, and for the start of the prequels, it's okay. But it people were like freaking out about it. So, anyways, that's my little two cents of the Phantom Menace and Phantom Menacing, let's, which I think um, is a great let's term. Call it what it's really called, the Phantom of the Menace. <laughs> oh, Throwback you kidding? Episode two or three. <laughs> The Phantom of the Menace. I know. The Phantom of the Menace. Never forget. I just, I mean, I remember going because me and my dad went. I was living in Dallas at the time. And we went to the Dallas AMC, just one of them out there. And I I don't remember anything about the movie. I just remember I went with my dad. And I loved that I was able to go with my dad to it. That was great. You know, everyone Mm -hmm. has good memories about Star Wars. Sweet Bretta. I love love the Bretta. Anytime anytime I can go see anything with the Bretta. And I think the title Phantom Menace or Phantom of the Menace, <laughs> in my in my words, 
I think it's a cool oh, title. Yeah. I think it's a great title for the, the Star poster. Wars, like Phantom Menace. That is Dude, cool. The poster of Anakin. Yeah, with, like, his, I think his it might be the shadow being Darth Vader. One of the coolest posters of all time. It's cool. I agree. I agree. So, I loved it. Just the memory of it. That is when I was young. Movie wise, movie wise, I don't love it, but yeah. I enjoy it. Like whenever it's oh, on, I'll yeah. watch it. You know, it's fun. So, and greatest, greatest song at the end. As we've already great talked about before, that have been expanded upon like Darth Maul has been awesome. Qui Gon, Obi Wan—they've mm-hmm. done a great job building off of those characters. But yeah, you know, it's oh, a little underwhelming. Sure. Um, so Phantom Menace, awesome. Another a new trailer dropped this week for one of my most anticipated movies of the year, Midsummer by Ari yes. Aster. Um, looks great. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. The the acting seems a little wooden and weird. So I'm kind of like, um, maybe it's part of the movie. I don't know. That was the one thing. It, it it very it seems it seems very demonic. Again, kind of like hereditary. I think that's I think that's kind of Ari Aster's bread and butter. He's kind of establishing yes. himself like that. Um. Yeah, I saw the new trailer for John Wick Three. I mean, I couldn't look away because I was like, "What?" Yeah, and it's all in the daytime. Too, um, you know, which I think is really cool. It's all in the daytime, which is kind of interesting because I feel like a lot of horror movies, obviously, as you know, take place at night. You know, in kind of a a dark yeah. setting. So that'll be very interesting for it to be a daytime, well lit horror film. I'm I'm excited. July third. I mean, we're assuming. Yeah, we're assuming so. So I might see it with Steve-O. We'll see. I might just read the synopsis <laughs> and know everything and then go in and watch it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's probably your number one most anticipated movie as of right now, right? Besides it's Star Wars. right up there, honestly. It might be. But now that I've – I mean, there have been some other trailers that I've seen um, and some other movie news that um, we'll talk about a little bit later that's got me hyped for some other films. But did you know well, – I think it was this week or maybe the week before. Did you see – Disney and Fox released their schedule for like movies and stuff that are coming out in the next few years. Uh, uh, yeah, like Avatar, uh, the new Star Wars. Oh yeah, um, New Mutants is delayed again. <laughs> I am gonna go see this movie opening night just to be supportive of this delay. Like I will be there opening. I have no excitement for it, but. The delay, like, I think, Ar- so Aria, yeah. Maisie Williams, is in this movie. She's probably, like, season four Aria. Oh, dude, she, I think they interviewed her once, and she's like, I still have no idea what's going on with that movie. They, they were supposed to do reshoots, yeah, yeah. and they still haven't done the reshoots, apparently. So it's like, okay, you know, stop, stop pulling our chain. Stop, you know, stop teasing us with this next great movie franchise of the New Mutants. Just, just tell if it's going to come out. If it's not going to come out, yeah, then that's fine. But if- interesting because you wonder how many times that happens with movies that they totally film and they just don't release. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? No, well, Gambit that was one they talked like, about for forever, and they just scrapped. Oh, it. dude, I remember Gambit. I remember they were talking about Gambit when I was like four years old. <laughs> that's true. Gosh. That's probably true. I thought he was kind of cool in X in, in X Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah, they they totally axed that. I mean, I remember Channing Tatum was in talks for that. Yeah, so. gosh, yeah, New Mutants Weird. is supposed to come out April third, twenty twenty. Now, that's three years yeah. of delay. That's when we got phenomenal. A Not only a delay, but we've had a trailer so, for that long too. We, 
yeah, yeah. You can look. I actually looked up the YouTube trailer for it, and I looked at comments uh, like two, three weeks ago, and people were like, "When is this gonna come out?" <laughs> and people were like, "Check the date." Five days ago. So funny. Um, so speaking of kind of a delay, so to speak, with Batman, because Ben Affleck was going to play it. And now we finally have our Batman. Dude, what are your thoughts, Robert I Pattinson? I am. I, dude, I am so I'm so hyped because Robert Pattinson, we all know him from, you know, the Twilight movies. But if you if anyone has not seen Good Time came out like two years ago go see good time i remember i remember you telling me about this i heard it's a great movie i heard it's a good time (laughs) you know it is a good time it lives up to its name wow uh yeah i feel like phenomenal i feel like he's improved as an actor you know what i mean since his twilight days i mean it's it, it that was kind of a hard script to act from my opinion yeah it just goes to show i mean even Kristen stewart since acting in twilight has had really good roles where she's been very very you know where she's proven herself and it just goes to show like and this will be interesting with hayden christensen too because everyone thought he was a horrible actor because of the prequels but it's like um no i think it was the script i mean if rumors are true and if he's going to be in episode nine if he can act well with like you know assuming they give him a good script it just goes to show how important writing is and crafting and character building is in a script compared to who mm-hmm. after is. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, I agree of the Robert Pattinson thing. Um, he, his new film with Robert Eggers, who was the director of the witch just premiered at Cannes film festival last night, him and Willem Dafoe are in it. It's called the lighthouse. Great reviews. Huh? Everyone, everyone out. When does that come out? 100% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Everyone has said it's absolutely wow. amazing. What, it, what genre Horror. is it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, there Why? we go. Right, right up your what, alley. When does, yeah, you know. When does it come no, out? No, it doesn't really say. I'm, it might have a release date, but I, I tried to look it up to see. Because now that one's, it's climbing high up on one of my most anticipated. Is it just two people? Is it just William Defoe? No, there's not much known about it, honestly. I mean, from apart from what they Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at it right now on IMDb that just has Robert Pattinson and mm-hmm. William Defoe. There's no other uh, characters. That would be awesome. Huh. It's just them two. It's just this character study and And it, is it in it black is. and white? Yeah. Wow. Did you see wow. the witch? Oh. I didn't see the witch. Nope. It's a great horror movie. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I think I think he'll be a good Batman. I think he fits the build and and the look. So um, they they need a new Batman. I mean, it's been what twelve years? No, ten years. Two thousand twelve since the last Batman. Technically, Batman versus Superman. I wouldn't count that. Like a solo exactly. Batman. Film. Yeah. What What do you hope to see from it? Like, what are you hoping to get out of this new Batman movie? Um, I think another fun trilogy would be fun. You know what I mean? A good solid trilogy. Just three, maybe. I, I mean, I'm assuming they're going to expand it for the DCEU. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I think this is the time for the DC to really capitalize on ex- their extended wow. universe because MCU is basically coming to a stop. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I agree. Especially if they can build off of Shazam, they can build off Aquaman, 
They can build off Wonder Woman. They sure. have a lot of good pieces that people are actually interested in seeing. And I, I've heard this from many people, and I, I think we also can agree. No one wants DC to make bad movies. No, no. It, it, we, we want quality film because DC is a fun universe. I mean, I'm still in love with Marvel. I thought they killed it. But DC, I mean... They can do a carbon copy of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, universe and it's, yeah. it's fine. We oh, just exactly. want entertainment, you know? Just give us some give us some good comic book movies. And I think this is DC's time to shine, and hopefully they can do that. So I wouldn't mind seeing a trilogy of just Batman or uh, an extended universe with kind of like a, a better, well, <laughs> well-directed, well-written Justice League. Because the one that we got two years ago oh, was... Rushed mess. That was... A, 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 Perfect words, perfect description. Ru- you know, rushed mess. Agreed. So, that's what I would like to see. What about you? What kind of villains so are you looking they for? They announced the villains will be Catwoman and uh, Penguin. So, okay. Were you looking at anybody I else mean, that you were hoping for? Just something new. I think Clayface could be really cool, just because you know he, he's shape shifting. His backstory is pretty. It's it's kind of tragic. A uh, at least in one iteration, he's an actor who, you know, gets, he gets basically affected by this mutation and it affects his work and he has to kind of go into hiding and it destroys him from the inside out. Hmm. I think he'd be interesting at, at this point. I mean, I think they're going to cast Go- Josh Gad as the Penguin. That's kind of always been the rumor. And then uh, I can see it. I see the vision. You, you know, you see me. And Catwoman, I don't yeah. know. Who do you think would be a good Catwoman? Halle Berry? <laughs> just, just, let's, just, let's give her another chance. John Wick 3. Hey, she, give her a dog. Give, or maybe give her a cat. She'll train some cats to do what her dog did. John uh, uh, you know, I'm telling you, she looks, she looks great. She has an age day. So, I don't know. I don't know who you can cast Catwoman. Um, I mean, can go either way, you know. No, so see. Matt Reeves is a great director. Yeah, we might talk about him later on in um, one of our segments. We're going to do top three most underrated trilogies. We might be talked about. Oh, oh, you know, yeah. Um, so love it. Love the movie news. Great. And now into the bulk of our review. This is a highly anticipated movie. We saw John Wick three. If you haven't seen the reaction video, go check it out on Twitter. But let's dive in. Keeks, what did you think of the first act? Let's just start from there. The f- I mean, it's dude, the the knife fight in the like antique gun showcase room, which is not throwing knives after knives after knives. My mouth, oh my gosh. Was, like Tanner said, if you haven't seen our reaction video, go look at the reaction video and the picture that I used. <laughs> I was literally like that the whole time. I was I was blown away. It was so good. The first yeah. act was awesome. The first act was phenomenal. It was just right off the bat into it, into the fray. And I love that it started off because it makes sense to start off right where J- chapter mm-hmm. two ended. Um, I mean, it got, it got nighttime really quick. Five o'clock in New York is not that dark. But <laughs> I, hey. You know, when we were, me and Becky <laughs> were reaction, and at the end of chapter two, I was like, oh, it's like not as... Like it was, dark, and it was I didn't daytime. Know it, like had started to rain either. Like that was all very abrupt too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but hey, I'm I'm for it. But no, first act was fine. Uh, I really liked. 
how I mean he's riding on a horse. <laughs> shout, shout out Red Dead Redemption. Arthur. <laughs> and uh, you know, I liked where it was going, and then it slowed down a lot for the second act for me. Um, I didn't mind kind of his origin story with him going to visit yeah, that woman like that. who uh, host the host the ballerinas and the wrestlers because that explains how he got his tattoos. Like even in the first movie, like when he hops in the shower and it, you see it just his back tatted up. So that was a good little callback to his orphanage. I, I like that. Um, but then it just kind of got a little messy with the excommunicado and uh, this woman coming in, like chewing down on Winston saying, Hey, you blew it. Like you're supposed to kill him. And then she recruits um, the Chinese guy. And I just felt like John Wick three had too much plot. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it's it's fairly grounded. Like the first one, he's just avenging mm-hmm. his dog, like the one that his mom gave me. The second one, he has to kill this woman that that the the brother hires him to kill. She eventually just kills himself, and then like he's on the loose to kind of get re- revenge for this guy that hired yeah. him. You know what I mean? Like that was all chapter two. Chapter three is just it was a little bit of a mess because he's wanting to. Um, you know, he's excommunicado and then he's wanting to kind of spoil. We're going to spoilers here, folks. Kill like Winston. He goes out in the desert. He goes to visit Halle Berry. So it just kind of introduced a lot that did, didn't, I didn't really care for. Okay. So I see that. Yeah. That's where, that's where I did. But I mean, I felt that how they, int- you know, they introduced the place where he was from. It's like, okay, cool. That explains why he had to go get some stuff from the library where we see Boban. What a great fight scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was, that was a fun first kill. Of the, yeah, first kill of the was, movie. I, I really liked that part too, as well, but I liked seeing, okay, this is where he came from. This is how he learned how to fight. This is how he learned his agility, got his strength, um, where he cut, where he's able to, sh- you know, how he knows Russian too. So it mm-hmm. kind of ties all that. And then, it, it kind of like, okay, now we're going to get you to where you need to go. And then, you know, him meeting Halle Berry. Also, this is just the trilogy of taking tertiary characters from Game of Thrones and putting them into these movies. You had Theon in the first one, uh, the red beard dude in the second one, and now Braun. <laughs> Shout out Braun. Uh, I forgot that he was in this. I forgot that he was in this movie. His accent was, you know, I, I, I thought he was going to speak as Braun, but it wasn't Braun. But I was yeah, like, oh, weird. I'm like, <laughs> that is, threw me off. It's like Braun, the way Braun speaks, is that how he normally speaks? Or does he normally speak with this weird uh, Italian yeah. accent? He speaks normally as Braun. I've okay. seen some interviews. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you know, I, I, I just didn't care for the second act. Like, Halle Berry was a fine character, but she didn't serve much purpose. She just introduced him to Braun, the, the actor, you know, and he tells John Wick to go on this journey to the desert and just keep walking until you pass yeah. out, basically, and then shoots the dog, and then just all hell I like that loose. line so, when he, he shoots the dog, and so Halle Berry and John start fighting Braun's... I don't even remember the dude's name. Like, all of his men. And she's like, he shot my dog. John says... Yeah, yeah. What did, what did he say? I know, I... I think he said. I said. I, he said. I know how you feel. <laughs> like, oh, nice. okay. you know, it's, that was funny too. And that's another thing. This movie was actually. This movie was the funniest John Wick. But some jokes didn't land. I felt like some 
of the humor is forced, especially with the the Chinese villain. Yeah, I didn't love. Well, I think it's um, Japanese. We'll, we'll throw that out. It's pretty sure it's Japanese. Japanese. Whatever. He looks Japanese. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate that. Um, okay. Yeah, Shout okay. out Naruto. Okay. Uh, um, but yeah, I was just some of the humor was forced, but that was funny. There was some funny quips, but uh, the third act, my gosh, that's third act ended on a Can high just, note. Also, I thought it was so awesome. They included some of the actors from the Raid films, which is like Indonesian balls-to-the-wall action movie that I actually watched. I think it was on Netflix. Gave it an A-. It's an awesome martial arts movie. And some of the dudes from that uh-huh. movie are in this one, and it's great. Oh, it was so cool. Wow. So- yeah. Yeah, I, I thought, you know, some of the chase scenes were great. The set pieces, obviously the stunts. I mean, John Wick is one of the greatest action movies of all time and trilogies. Yeah. But, I mean, that third act was awesome. Just kind of like the siege of the Continental. And then they're just defending it. <laughs> this Epic. Is, okay, so I – oh, my gosh. What was – I? what I didn't love, though, was, like, the lady who represented the high table – I thought that her mm-hmm. voice was just weird. Like, it was so... Yeah. It, I guess it kind of matches maybe the universe, but it just seemed... Ah, it just seemed weird for it. It seemed too, like, 80 yards. I don't know. Yeah. She wasn't very menacing. And um, another thing is when John Wick goes to the Continental and he's battling, um, you know, that guy, and all of a sudden he touches, touches the stairs... And he can't be killed on the ground. You know what I mean? It's like he's excommunicado. Isn't it like just free game regardless? I guess not. Well, so I thought that was kind of interesting because he's excommunicado. Is he even allowed on the continental grounds? I know it's just John Wick. There's no plot really. <laughs> but I was just kind yeah, of confused and that's by what, that. That's what it kind of comes down to. I was talking with Becky about this. And, you know, John Wick, Mission Impossible, Fast and the Furious, all these franchises – have their stories but more so they're well known for what technically they're good at you know you've got mission impossible is really good at actual like real life stunts and set pieces and fast and the furious is known for like their big car chases and their in their huge action moments and all of that and john wick is known for its fight scenes so yes there's a plot but more so it's an avenue for them to showcase okay this is what we want to show that we're good at doing in a film technically we want to put that on display yeah um but overall i thought the winston i was i didn't see that coming no the betrayal i was like oh crap because i like winston he's one of my favorite he's my favorite character besides john wick and these john wick i think he's just smooth and i like Lawrence fishburne as well but i love winston's just swagger and just his ability to act in these movies. And when he just flipped the switch, Ian McShane, that's his name. When he flipped the switch, I was like, Oh crap. I didn't see that coming. So uh, I thought that was a fun twist, but I'm going to give John wick chapter three parabellum a B plus. It is the weakest of the three in my opinion. However, it is still fun. I mean, they've just gotten more ridiculous, which is fine. I mean, you, you, you get to a point where you need to get a little bit more over the top. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't do beat for beat the same, like with the sword fights, um, the various things that John Wick is killing people with, which we'll get into. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to give it a B plus. I enjoyed it. I had fun. But uh, just some things I was like, meh, 
like yeah. the second act. Um, so I give John Wick Chapter Three Parabellum. Too long of a title. Too long. Just call it John Wick Chapter Three. I get why you'd call it Parabellum because it's like referenced in the movie, but just call it John Wick Chapter Three. No need to be Parabellum. Um, yeah. I give it an A minus. I think all of it works extremely well. I felt built upon the, you know, like I said in my review, I felt like it built upon the universe in a good way while still keeping it fairly grounded as well. And I enjoyed it. Yeah, I agree. Um, love that. Now, I will say this. They are going to do another movie with John Wick. That, well, that's another I, thing. I, I, I thought this was going to be the end. And that's why, like, when Winston shot him, I was like, oh, like, I thought they were going to, like, kiss and make up there at the end. And even, like, maybe kill the girl that was representing the high table. And then I was like, oh, crap, we're getting another movie. Uh, I mean, it makes money. I mean, I'll go see the fourth one. And I think the fourth one could be really well done because Lawrence Fishburne and John Wick are going to team up. But what's, what's, your, what's your thoughts on another John Wick movie? See, that was my biggest thing about it. This one ended and I was like, gosh, I just wanted it to end, you know, because it's – I. And, and I'm fine that they'll make another one. It's just like you said, I'll go see another one. But I don't want them to keep pushing out these movies and having the quality suffer. Because we've already been mm-hmm. blessed with such a good trilogy. The movies have built so well yeah. on each other. And I think they would have wrapped it up in this one, wrapped up his story, kind of put the legend back to rest. But no, now he's, you know, uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character's um, pissed, John. Yeah, <laughs> how you feel? Which John I thought was pissed, and John just looked up. And, yeah, <laughs> it's just like um, wooden, awesome. John and flips it. Yeah, I know. I think that's and you know yeah. this next one. I'm taking on back. I'm, yeah, I'm back. I, I think the next one <laughs> we're gonna see. I think we're gonna see a lot more of the high table versus the assassins i think we're gonna see more people teaming up with john wick we're gonna see more of like this other end we're gonna see more of the high table more of who's involved there and i hope the next one's the last one i just don't i don't see i don't want to see them keep pushing their luck with these movies i mean at this point it's yeah like, okay it's a pattern they they know how to make these movies well but let's you know let's keep it contained yeah, and I, I think the story's kind of interesting with like a world of, of these hitmen, um, and, and you know this high table and direct. You know, yeah. I like the story, and they're actually I think they're doing a they're doing like a spinoff on Stars of the Continental, yeah, kind of like a prequel. So, I mean, I like the idea of this, but I thought they should have ended it with the third one. But I can see the fourth one being a ton of fun, even possibly better than the third one. Because more Lawrence Fishburne screen time and oh, give me more Neo. Um, you, you know he. What's give that? Me more Neo and Morpheus, please. Yes, all in <laughs> for that. So yeah, you know we'll see where it goes from here. But what do you think is going to happen? Um, give me like a little rundown of what you want to happen. Uh, I think Lawrence Fishburne will um, call up some people. I'm sure he has connections, and then him and you know John Wick will team up. Take down the high table. High table. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne will die in the next movie for sure. He'll probably get sliced up fourteen times, double it. <laughs> <laughs> and then John Wick will just kind of, you know, go in retirement. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe start a life with Halle Berry. I don't know. You know, so that's my that's. 
that's the only, my take. The only person good enough for Halle Berry is Steve-O, so that's, that's, oh, that's already kidding me. <laughs> um, but what are the five things in John Wick that you were both shocked that he used to kill people So, with? number five for me, I'm just going to keep it, you know, it's John Wick, it's just his hands, his fists. Mm-hmm. Great, awesome. He does it all the time. You know, I don't know what the kill count is in this movie, but it's got to be crazy. Oh, this kill count was absurd. Jeez. Um, number four for me is a belt. It's when he like uses his belt a ton, and it's so oh. sweet. Now that was cool. That was yeah. sweet. Um, number three, book. He uses a freaking book in this one with Bobon to kill Bobon. <laughs> They're in a library. And my favorite is when Bobon's like Shh, and grabs his face and just smashes it into the books. <laughs> that was great. Um, number two for me is a pencil. Because in the last one, oh. um, yeah, even though like I can't watch it, oh, it's too much. So cool. Oh. That's like the thing that makes him a legend in the first one. He's like, he killed two men in a bar with a pencil. With a pencil. And then, and then they, you know, a little foreshadowing yeah. finally And happens. then number one, easily a horse. The stable scene. Oh, yes. I forgot about that. He just, like, smacks the horse and kicks that him back. That was so cool. It's how he just, like, smacks the horse. He, like, oh, my. And, like, has the horse, like, drag him across the, um, the stables as he's leaving. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was awesome. So awesome. Incredible. Yeah, All right, my five art. My, number five will be a belt. Um, number four, the book. Uh, that was that was awesome. Great way to start off the the movie, as I said. Number four, uh, number three. Sorry, I'll go with the horse. I was laughing when that happened. I was like, "Holy crap!" And then uh, number two, oof. I might just go with the twelve gauge. <laughs> Yo, that one was wild. <laughs> just, just OG twelve gauge catacombs, and then back to the continental. Um, good shotgun spray, you know. And then number one, the pencil, of course. Love the pencil. No, actually, I'll go number two, the hatchet. When he threw the hatchet there at the beginning, I was like, "Holy yeah, crap!" That's right. Axe throwing, just straight. Yeah. And then number one, the pencil. The pencil was just iconic. I was like, "Holy crap!" So. Um, I mean, that's what's fun about John Wick. He utilizes his environment. <laughs> and, I mean, just over-the-top fun is great. So, now, to wrap the Sweet Film Talk podcast up, not forever, folks, just this episode. Um, top three, because this we thought this was a trilogy, and this was probably going to be my tri- my top three trilogy, but obviously it's not a trilogy anymore. Um. Keeks, what's your top three most underrated movie trilogies? Excluding, of course, your Lord of the Rings. I think that's the greatest trilogy of all time. And original Star Wars trilogy, I think that's number two. Number three, uh, I think The Godfather. I haven't seen the third one yet, but I heard that's a fine trilogy. Um, And then The Dark. Yeah. Uh, And then obviously The Dark Knight wonderful trilogy but these are the underrated trilogies that are kind of brushed under the rug because they hide in the shadows of these other great trilogies so what you got so um i'll we'll we'll go back and forth so starting with my third one is it man with our boy donnie yen wow these the first and second it man movies are so inspirational and just so feel good and gets you so hyped that 
I, I I love the Ip Man movies. I actually just recently found out they're making a fourth one. So I mean, while I can still count it, it is my number three of most underrated film trilogy. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I'm gonna go with number three. I have kind of no particular order, but you know, I'll just go since you're going ranking. Um, you know, let's go with Spider Man. Tobey Maguire, Sam Raimi. Oh, okay. I think I think the first two are just great. Really set the the you know set the table for being superhero movies. Even though there were some before it, but the first two are just so fun. Like second second Spider Man, as many of you know, is one of my top it's top five favorite movies for me. I love I it. Love and then the third one gets a bad rap, but it's still enjoyable. I mean, the third one clearly doesn't land on its feet as it should have, but. I think it's a fine trilogy. It's yeah. it's okay. So that's that's my that's my number three. First two are phenomenal, and then this third one just lacks. Yeah, well, the third one's not not totally Sam Raimi's fault either. It's freaking Sony. They're much true. A lot of production. Lot, lot. Yep. Yep. And you think so, they learned? Kind of put that into perspective. They never do. <laughs> they really don't. So yeah. Oh, that's I like nope. the third one though. That's great. I thought about putting it in, but I was like, mm, that third one just uh, couldn't be. Yeah. So my number two is Austin Powers. Oh my <laughs> gosh! The Austin Powers that... movie. Shouts out to shouts out to Andrew Edgel. Me and him sat and watched all of these so many times, and I've seen them. I can't tell you how many times I've seen these movies, and they make me laugh just as hard every time i watch them they're they're entertaining they're well written as as far as satire goes it's about as great as you can do comedy wise they're um they're awesome and mike myers hits it out of the park and mini me burn troy all right that's amazing yeah wow um my number two i might just throw it in here absolutely underrated is jackass I mean, it just gets bigger and better and funnier. I was thinking about putting Back to the Future, but that's really uh, not underrated. Yeah. It's, that's that's a critically acclaimed, solid trilogy. I love that. Dude, so, movies. I I'll squeeze Jackass in there because it is just so funny. It's it's the perfect movie, as I mentioned before, that you can just get all your homies together and you can just watch and laugh. And it's so I funny. I remember watching I've, I probably told this, you know, me and Eric came back to my house and watched that before one of my soccer games once and I was just dead all um, the time. It's 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 pretty yeah. funny. So I'll slot that at number two. Yeah, Why not? Know I think our number one is the same. <laughs> it is. We talked about Matt Reed it is. We doing the new Batman series and the new Planet of the Apes trilogy. It is it, it knocks out of the park. It's great. Each movie is even better than the previous one. War for the Planet of the Apes. And this is I mean this just goes to show how great it is. Stucco, Chris Stuckman gave it an A plus when it came out, mm-hmm. and it was like top five. The for third, me all of twenty seventeen. It is so good. Yeah, all of them. That that was a great. It was a good movie, and um, the writing was great. The acting. I don't know how Andy Serkis has not been nominated for an Oscar, and like I know he plays these roles where he's you know in a suit. 
and a lot of it is you know CGI. But man, the guy the guy kills it. I it uh, the fact that the fact that they weren't even I don't even they didn't win for best like best special effects that year, which it still it just blows my mind. It really does. And and I mean the CGI for uh, War for the Planet of the Apes is so good because. I was watching a video on YouTube. I've been watching like some of um, these visual effects creators rank CGI moments, and they just totally just dump on <laughs> The Hobbit of how bad the <laughs> CGI is. <laughs> but they bring up uh, War for the Planet of the Apes, and they show a clip of um, you know actual people dressed in these suits, and they use walking canes on the on the on their arms and they get on all floors and that helps them get that motion of the ape and i thought that was super interesting so uh i mean they really went all out for this trilogy it's good it's a fun rewatch yeah. too no it really is so yeah i think i think that's great that's our kind of top three underrated trilogies mm-hmm. um little john wick review and um good luck to the game of thrones dudes on their star wars trilogy that coming up yeah so that yeah, that leads us into our next pod, which we will release this week. Game of Thrones wrap-up. Uh, Keeks, I know you've caught up. Uh, I'm yeah. caught up. Uh, it's one of the biggest TV moments of all time. 100%. You know what I mean? So it's going to come to an end. I know people are going to be hating the ending. Some people will like it. And, um, you know, it's just amazing what writing can do. Because I felt like this season is fell short so we'll talk about it more yeah, next pod. yeah exactly we'll get into all that but pc as always it's a pleasure doing another episode with you oh love it and oh i forgot to tell the uh you know everybody this keeks was in town about two weeks ago visited great to see you kamiko that was a lot of fun cafe rio for lunch loved it what a, always a pleasure to see the tc whenever i can oh that was great Oh, you know. All right. Well, love this. Love the sweet film talk. Love everybody that supports, listens, tunes in. Let us know of anything you would like for us to add. Follow us on Twitter and just stay sweet. Unreal. Sweet. (laughs) Sweet.